There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. It's Wednesday, January 10th. I'm Chris Hurdy. Today we're looking into the world's largest biometric ID system, India's Aadhaar, and how it keeps getting hacked, putting millions of people at risk. But first, the headlines. Special counsel Robert Mueller told Trump's lawyers last month that he will probably interview the president. Trump's legal team is reportedly exploring alternatives to a sit-down interview, including written answers or a signed affidavit. On Monday, the Department of Homeland Security announced that nearly 200,000 people from El Salvador who have been living in the United States for more than a decade under temporary protected status must leave the country by September 9, 2019. This reversal by Trump of years of immigration policy could be the most consequential to date. And after high-level talks between North and South Korea, North Korea announced that it will send athletes to compete at the Winter Olympics in South Korea next month. The announcement was welcomed after a particularly tense year, but some believe it's a bid to drive a wedge between Washington and Seoul. And now, here's the news you won't get anywhere else. India's Aadhaar, the world's largest biometric ID system, has proven vulnerable to hacks. Big hacks. And now, the personal data of one billion of India's citizens is for sale on WhatsApp for less than $10. Ashish Malhotra wrote an article for Vice on the controversy. Here's executive editor Dori Carr-Harris speaking with Vice's Ankita Rao about the piece. What is Aadhaar? Is it a private company or a government-funded program? So Aadhaar is essentially a 12-number unique identification code for every person in India, and it is a government program and is completely controlled and regulated by the government. What do those 12 digits really mean or account for? So those 12 digits are linked to this biometric data. So people's retina scans and fingerprints are taken when they're given their Aadhaar card. And that's linked to all of the same information so that the goal is to have it all be sort of condensed and easily accessed. That sounds very futuristic, but also incredibly invasive. Why has India chosen to embark on a program like this? So India, as you know, is a very populated country, over one billion people, many different languages, uh, still high rates of illiteracy. Not everyone is able to sign things or read forms and things like that. So at the beginning, this was actually seen as a way to create more access to identification cards without the limitations of some of those language and literacy barriers. But at the same time, obviously, It is mass surveillance and gives the government access to probably an unprecedented amount of data. 
Recently, there was quite a large biometric data security breach in India. What happened? Unfortunately, because they're using biometrics, that's also made their data very vulnerable to hacking. So trying to get a billion people, as you can imagine, under one system has been really difficult and has allowed for many security breaches. In this case, security breaches allowed hackers to sell people's personal data that was stored under the Adar program to people for literally $10, and they were using software programs to sell millions and millions of personal data through things like WhatsApp. What were people doing with that data when they bought it? So we don't know yet. This is obviously, this just happened a few days ago, and I'm not sure exactly what is going to happen or what people will do with the data, but a lot of this data was collected from like mobile companies or places where people have stored um, personal information anywhere from like addresses, but also just like the different apps they use or the different ways that they use their devices and technology. And so technically that information could be sold to people that could use that to make their companies stronger or figure out people's purchasing habits or figuring out even where people live. So that's one thing. And then, of course, there's also the side where hackers can use things to basically just disrupt people's lives. So in this latest breach, what kind of data was stolen? The information that was stolen was really basic stuff. It wasn't biometric data. It was people's addresses, their photos, anything that you could normally see yourself providing to, say, your mobile carrier or your phone company. Um, And that's what was compromised. In India, what is the benefit of opting in to um, this service, to Adar? What are people getting out of it that they would risk their data in this system? So that's been a big question right now because a lot of people think it's unconstitutional how many services are actually relying on Adar. So it's not just that, you know, mobile companies and phone companies are requiring people to now show this ID. But it's also things like health services. When you go to the hospital, they want to see your other card, but also your electricity bill or when you want to rent a place, they want to see your other card. So this is becoming the norm and people are not taking other forms of ID anymore because they're wanting this to be the baseline. But of course, when you have one type of ID and one system where all of this information is stored, any sort of breach also means that can compromise all of it. And who is monitoring Adar? Who's responsible for the upkeep of that network and the security of this data? So there's a government agency called the Unique Identification Authority of India, and they are overseeing all, I think, 1.9 billion Adar users. What percentage of the population is that? Close to all of them? I think it's close to all of them. And the goal is definitely to have 100% of the population involved in this program. If the goal is for the majority, if not all, of the population of India to be involved in this program, and it's being overseen and sanctioned by the government, and this is not the first breach that has happened. There have been several since the start of this program, one of which ended up with $30 million worth of cooking gas subsidies being diverted into multiple accounts that they didn't belong to. What is the next action? Who is speaking out against this or who is sort of providing a counterpoint and holding the government accountable? 
There's a lot of critics of this program. There's multiple court cases heading towards the Supreme Court right now. And they're all saying the same thing, that if you have this many loopholes and this many security breaches in a program that involves 99% of the country, how can you risk this many people's lives and money and personal information? So I think that that's kind of where the conversation is right now, because it's technically a voluntary program. It cannot, under the Constitution, be forced on people. But since every single other welfare program and you know company is requiring it, it has sort of become, as we say in the article, de facto involuntary and forced on people. So without the security of knowing whether your information is safe, there's a lot of critics saying, are we even ready for this? And how has it gotten this far along in the process without proper security measures or people doing audits to see what these loopholes are and accounting for them? There's no clear answer for that. But my sense is that it wasn't like it was going from one ID system to another. It was going from a system where there were huge gaps in IDs, people just completely not accounted for to others. So it, you know, so I think that that transition happened so fast and so forcefully that those steps weren't taken to even say, let's make sure this works, because people didn't have another option to begin with. So in a best case scenario, this program will help to get rid of many inefficiencies and lack of access to services, information, subsidies that people desperately need. But what's the worst case scenario? So I think the worst case scenario is actually what we're seeing right now. One is that the data is compromised and people can lose their agency over their own data. And the second part is that those same sort of subsidies and health care and things that Adar was supposed to give access to also limits people who are either worried, like there's people who are HIV positive who don't want to get care because they're worried that that information will be stored and leaked or disseminated. Um, there was a story about a woman who went for reproductive care and didn't have an other card and wasn't able to get it. And then other people who have just died from lack of access. So unfortunately, it's become a double-edged sword where people have wanted it to become the sort of silver bullet to getting all the things the government provides, and it has worked against them. And so given the challenges that this program clearly is facing, what are the next steps and what's the future? The Modi administration is very pro-Adar and has not been extremely vocal about these security breaches. They've sort of brushed them off and pushed forward with the program. And the Ministry of Information has said that they're working on it and trying to close these loopholes and working with different uh, consultants and agencies to become more secure. But I think that there's going to be a lot of growing pains. And I think the Supreme Court cases and those kind of legal actions will probably have the most impact on whether or not the program will go through actual overhauls to make data safer. To read more about India's biometric ID system, go to motherboard.vice.com. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com and tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to Right Now.